Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Lord be with you. A warm welcome to morning celebration of Mass here at St. Bride's Church in Canvas Lang, which is the funeral Mass for the repose of the soul of Joseph Hendry. We welcome uh, to the church especially Claire, his daughter. Uh, Welcome also to his brothers and sisters, John and Lawrence, uh, Jean, Margaret and Ellen, and of course, all of the family and all family friends who are here with us too. Joseph was very well known here in our own local community by many people. He was a quiet man uh, and had very quiet ways in his life too. A person who was very well liked uh, and a man who had no sides to him. On behalf of the family, I thank all of you who are here today and thank all of you for your presence in the church. We've come to offer the Mass and our prayers for Joseph today and to thank God for his life. To prepare ourselves to celebrate these sacred mysteries, we first call to mind our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. O God, in whose presence the dead are alive, and in whom your saints rejoice full of happiness, Grant our supplication that your servant Joseph, for whom the fleeting light of this world shines no more, may enjoy the comfort of your light for all eternity, 
through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Please be seated. reading from the book of wisdom sorry sorry the souls sorry the souls of the virtuous are in the hands of God no torment shall ever touch them in the eyes of the unwise they did appear to die their going looked like a disaster they're leaving us like annihilation, but they are in peace. If they experience punishment as men and women see it, their hope was rich with immortality. Slight was their affliction. Great will their blessings be. God has put them to the test and proved them worthy to be with him. And he has tested them like gold in a furnace and accepted them as a holocaust. When the time comes for his visitation, they will shine out. As sparks run through the stubble, so will they. They shall judge nations, rule over peoples, and the Lord will be their king forever. They who trust in him will understand the truth. Those who are faithful will live with him in love. For grace and mercy await those he has chosen. The word of the Lord. Thank you. 
reading from the second letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. We know that when the tent that we live on er in on earth is folded up, there is a house built by God for us, an everlasting home, not made by human hands, and it's in the heavens. We are always full of confidence. Then we, when we remember that to live in the body means to be exiled from the Lord, going as we do by faith and not by sight, we are full of confidence. I say and actually want to be exiled from the body and make our home with the Lord. Whether we are living in the body or exiled from it, we are intent on pleasing him. For all the truth about us will be brought out in the law court of Christ. And each of us will get what he deserves for the things he did in the body, good or bad. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. And Jesus said to his disciples, do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God still and trust in me. There are many rooms in my father's house. If there were not, I should have told you. I am going now to prepare a place for you. And after I have gone and prepared your place, I shall return to take you with me so that where I am, you may be too. And you know the way to the place where I am going. And Thomas said, Lord, we do not know where you are going, so how can we know the way? And Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. The Gospel of the Lord. In many ways, the manner of Joe's death would have suited him very well. 
He died very peacefully and very quietly, for he was a man of very quiet ways and lived a lot of his life without needing creature comforts. It seems in character then that his leaving of this world should have taken place in this way. No fuss, nothing to draw attention to it. He simply slept away. His neighbour Deck had come in to check on him, and a few hours later he had simply passed away. In recent times, ill health had come upon him. He was in hospital, very sick, and it seemed to all of us that it was impossible that he would survive this. But in a single moment, he turned the corner and was well and had many good months that followed. This, of course, came after I had conferred on him the sacrament of the sick, and he seemed in those moments to dramatically recover. The family, I know, put it down to my own healing powers, but I'm not sure that it was this. I thought that it was that Joe saw me. He realised how unwell he was and tried his hardest to get better and to get out of hospital too. Of course, that was not to be his time, and it seems more than appropriate to all of us that the time that God chose was a moment of quietness, stillness and silence. This was to be the time in which he would leave the world without any fuss, quietly, almost without anyone noticing it. Just after his death, I was able to come and say prayers for him and with him. I know that the family found this to be a great consolation to them. And I rather think that his beloved parents, long dead now, that he was so devoted to, would also have been very pleased too. The reading of today's Mass from St Paul speaks about the moment of death as being like the rolling up of a tent, folding it and putting it away. We exchange this home here on earth, the tent of our life here and now, for a new home in the heavens. We move from an earthly home to a heavenly home. We exchange what we have now, which is good, for something which is even better. That thought today inspires us. In the end, there is not the cold darkness or a closed door that awaits us, but something different, an expansive home in which there is room for us all, the Father's home in which we are all welcome and all are invited to come in. That love of God that we have known and has sustained us here in life awaits us in the end. It's the love of God that will be our shelter. It's the love of God that will be the destination which all our roads lead. We have comfort in our minds today uh, in which this death itself came uh, for Joseph when he simply slept away. But in that moment we believe then that he opened his eyes in a new home where there is light, where there is joy and where there is peace. Just a few words about uh, Joe's life today by way of reflection. He was born on the 26th of March 1943, his parents Jean and Huey. He was to be from a large family of 14 children, 11 survived. He was born in the Glasgow Road and family lived of course in the circuit. 
He had immense health problems as a youngster, which meant that he spent a long time in hospital. And further to this, he contracted TB as a youngster too, and again spent a long time in the Stonehouse Hospital. His education as a youngster was hugely disrupted, and he really didn't get uh, very much schooling. In his working life, uh, he worked at the brick factory and helped, also helped his brother John uh, working with the brickets. He had, of course, a partner in Winnie, whom he loved very much indeed. He was stepfather to Helen and Michelle, and both himself and Winnie had a daughter, Claire, who, thank God, is with us here today at Mass. He also had grandchildren, Rebecca, Tom, Morgan and Grayson. He lived uh, in different places in adult life. He lived, of course, in the circuit, in the Woodlands Crescent, and more recently, of course, in the Caddick Street. Joe lived the quietest of lives. He never, ever seemed to need very much uh, by way of material things. He ate frugally and lived frugally. He knew many people over the years, and as you probably know, used to go to the Sun Inn for a refreshment. He was well liked, uh, he was a respected man, but he was very reserved and very quiet. He also liked, as you probably know, a flutter in the horses, and I'm not sure that he was ever very good at it. The last years of his life were filled with ill health. He allowed under duress for the family to help him in the house. The family were also able to get him better looked after too. Latterly, he even consented to carers helping him out. But again, his needs were few. He was, as you all know, a man of few words. But I have to tell you that some of those words were swear words. In fact, a lot of those words were swear words. Thank goodness the rest of the family don't swear. A funny thing, when Maureen was preparing his last wishes uh, for this funeral was that he wanted to be buried with his parents. But this was not possible, as the grave itself is full. It was agreed then that he would go with his brother Stuart, and he said this was okay because he liked him. I'm not sure how we're to take that. Did he not like the rest of you? We'll leave it hanging in the air. Joe had a great affection for his parents, and especially his mum, and was deeply affected by her, by her loss. We can well imagine why this is the case, why he was so attached to her. The illness that he knew as a child and the care that she had always shown for him in life was for him immense. We take comfort that they are reunited again after all these years together again. He had a great love for his partner, Winnie, and it was a great sorrow for him that things never worked out as he may have wished although he did keep in contact with her over the years. He also had a deep affection for his sister-in-law, Anne, John's wife, and missed her very much when she was gone too. She was exceptionally kind to him, and unlike the rest of the family who he wouldn't obey, he would do anything 
that she asked of him. Today it's his wish that this should be the simplest of services, with prayers, the Mass, and family and friends here. Today then we are thankful for his life and all that's meant to the family and to the friends that he knew. Bonds of family and friendship matter a lot. They are the things that sustain us and very often carry us through life. God gives us these things in life to all of us. So we thank God at the end uh, for the blessings of Joe's life and we thank God for the blessings of family and friendship too. Please join in our offer to him, Here I am, Lord. Brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice endures may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the offerings of this sacrifice be pleasing to you, Lord, so that the soul of your servant Joseph, finding through your mercy the pardon he sought for his sins, may exult forever with all your saints and praise your glory for all eternity. Through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God, through Christ our Lord. In him the hope of blessed resurrection dawn, that the sadness of the certainty of dying might be consoled by the promise of immortality to come. So indeed for your faithful Lord, life is changed, not ended. And when this earthly dwelling turns to dust, an eternal dwelling is made ready for them in heaven. And so with angels and archangels, thrones and dominions, hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory as without end we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Hosanna in the highest. 
We are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them, let the dew fall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more, giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember your servant, Joseph, whom you have called from this life to yourself. Grant that he who was united with your son in a death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your children. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the blessed, that with the blessed uh, Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with, all the, with, with Joseph, her spouse, with the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, may we merit be coerced to eternal life, and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, and with him, and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. Please stand. We pray together with confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you, look not in our sins but in the faith of your church and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Peace of the Lord be with you always. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace.
Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world, blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, only say the word and my soul shall be healed. to say to you if you'd like to come forward uh, for communion, uh, just to remember that uh, you have to receive communion just now on your hands uh, because of the restrictions, uh, but if you're receiving Holy Communion on your hand and just to step to the side, that gives you time to draw down your mask and to receive communion, so just one step to the side uh, once you've received communion uh, take communion and then uh, return to your seat. If you don't want to receive communion today but maybe would like to receive a blessing then uh, feel free to come forward, uh, but just to put your hand on your breast so that I know that you'd like to receive a blessing yourself, uh, and I'll give you a blessing instead of communion. But of course, if you don't want to receive communion or blessing, then just to remain seated.
As we receive these heavenly gifts, we give you thanks, O Lord, and humbly pray that the soul of your servant, Joseph, freed through your son's passion from the bonds of sin, may come happily into your presence. We ask this through Christ our Lord.
Please join in our final hymn, Walk With Me, O My Lord. Turn me. 